2: Thanksgiving, everybody, from all of us here at Undisputed and FS1, Turkey Day means football. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.
3: Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy, hopefully Happy,
4: happy, happy Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, hopefully you enjoy Even to you, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> hopefully you're yeah. safe, enjoying family yeah. and friends. And hopefully one.
4: about 7.30 Eastern time tonight, I'm having a happy Thanksgiving, because if something goes wrong, I will have a very unhappy Look, Thanksgiving. Good, good. Come yeah. on, let's go, go G-Man. Go. Yeah,
3: G-Man. Y'all not gonna do it today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: I'm glad I get to talk to you right now, Skip. I'm a little bit nervous about how you're going to do this afternoon. It is a huge one on the NFL on Fox. Dak Prescott, of course, coming off one of his best games as a Cowboy. Dallas beating Minnesota 40 to 3 on the road this past weekend. However, keep in mind Dak has lost his last two Thanksgiving games for the Cowboys. Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how much pressure is on Dak today?
3: They were going to be down four offensive linemen. The the receiving core is beat up, um, and so Skip, if you want to say, I think the pressure is a little greater now for the simple fact that the Giants are depleted, and so now That this, is true this because it, had the Giants been at full strength, I don't really think the pressure would be on Dak, but because of the pressure, I'm gonna go I'm gonna to go to a four. I'm gonna say the pressure because of a depleted offensive line, the skill positions. I mean, they've uh, Robinson's down, Slayton, uh, so they they've just been. They've just been up against it the last couple of weeks. And so with that being said, I'm going to go with three. Um, but I just think well, Kelly Moore has done a great job over the last couple of weeks, even though the game from Green Bay got away from them. I thought he's done a great job a week of running the offense through the run game. They've had more rush attempts than pass attempts. And that seems to be a recipe for success when you're dealing with the Dallas Cowboys. Sometimes they get ahead of themselves. And it's like, you know what, Dak? Let's show that you're Patrick Mahomes. Let's throw the ball 45 times. And you end up losing. You're like, well, what happened? Well, you got away from a tried and true Grant grank game plan that's yep. been successful since Dak has arrived run the football more than you throw it your success rate is through the roof when you throw it more than you run it you end up losing ball games you probably should have won mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go to a three with the pressure skip if you lose this game look you lose this game today you ought to be ashamed of yourself you should be denied the opportunity to even think about playoffs if you lose to a team as the Giants. so we saw what happened last week. They gave up 30 plus points uh, uh, to a team in in, in the uh, the Lions. And the Lions are the Lions are a good offensively, but defensively leaves a lot to be desired. And the Giants could only get 22 yards rushing from Saquon. And the Lions let you run up and down the field. They could only score 13 point, uh, 18 points. And the Lions let you normally have your way in the end zone. So if come one, come out to the end zone. And for whatever reason, the Giants weren't able to get in there. So I'm gonna say a three skip. I'm going to say a three. That, that well, you like were that at a four, and then you went
4: down now, to a three. I'm going to a three. I'm going to I a think three. you started at a five, <laughs> and you went down to I, a three. I, I, You know, I did, right. I did. I did start at five. Okay. So before I take the football away from you, you believe the final score will be approximately what? They should win by 17. By 17, 17. says the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. It's a 10-point spread as we speak they they should be disappointed if the if Dak plays more than one series
3: into the third quarter they should be disappointed okay but I mean, come look at this, the, the offensive line left guard the uh, left guard uh, and the backup guard not even making the trip right tackle is out swing tackle is in and the center is out too come on ski <laughs> okay
4: okay i got you i hear you i see you i'm i'm actually going to see you and raise you okay here. I'm predicting that my Cowboys will win this afternoon, or depending on what part of the country you're in, this evening. I believe, as a 10-point favorite, they will win this game 31 to 10. Okay. So I believe my defense can hold Daniel Jones and Saquon to 10 points, and that would be a good day's work. You only go score 31? 31. 31. I'm going 31 because. There, There is something to the, the theory that they are an arch division rival, a long time, long term division rival. They know us. We know them. They will not roll over and play dead when they come in. In fact, they may think they're in a sweet spot here in a trap game spot coming in with all their walking wounded and up against the invincible Dallas Cowboys coming off. The greatest road performance in Dallas Cowboy history, 40 to 3 at Minnesota. History. All right. So, why am I slightly nervous, even though I'm making a 31 to 10 prediction? Because my quarterback has not been consistently trustable. My team has been completely untrustable on the stage that we have owned for decades, the Thanksgiving stage.
3: You should be able to trust
4: me. I mean, what is this record against them? Okay. If he's been anything, right. he's been great against them. Okay, but he is now <laughs> two and three on Thanksgiving Day. And these are all obviously home games because we're grandfathered into the <laughs> prime spot. I know Detroit's got the first one, but we got the prime spot because we are America's team. And yet America's team is six and eight over the last uh, time. Uh, they, they've lost, I'm sorry, they're... They've lost six of the last eight on the Thanksgiving stage. Mm -hmm. Six of the last eight? Mm -hmm. I I read to you yesterday that there are stretches in our our glorious past when we would dominate eight, nine, ten games in a row on Thanksgiving. In in the days I lived in Dallas and covered the, the Cowboys, it was just a Thanksgiving tradition that you ate your Thanksgiving, you went to Texas Stadium, and you watched them. Watch you. Ju- ju- how do we get a win? Right. The, the, and, and they just pulled the wings off the turkeys who, who right. walked in. But speaking of Thanksgiving, today turkey has a, a, a very positive connotation because most people like turkey. I don't know if you do. I do. I, I, I do. I, I've run into a lot of people this week who like ham yeah, over they, turkey. Yeah, they did. I, I don't really get yeah. that, but Whatever. Turkey has a very positive vibe and, yes. and, and connotation today. But in the big picture, turkey can also mean a dud, a yes. bust, a- right? Absolutely, It yeah. can mean a collapse. Yeah. And and we have, unfortunately, over recent Thanksgivings, turned into turkeys on Thanksgiving jive Day. Jive turkeys. Yeah, right? <laughs> jive turkeys. That, that's true. We have been. We've been yes. a bunch of jive turkeys. And unfortunately, that guy, the last two times, has been a jive turkey right. for me. Okay. And just for the big picture, I'm going to say this one more time. As much as I love he, – he is coming off – I don't even think it's arguable. I thought that was his Bridge greatest game. game as a Dallas Cowboy. 22 of 25. It, it was beautiful to watch. Even the one throw that he made early to Dalton Schultz in the end zone, I still don't know what Dalton Schultz is doing, but he tried to one-hand yeah. it instead of two-hand it, and it was a good throw that should have been a touchdown. So I, I could give him 23 of 25 – And he he was virtually flawless. The one deep ball to Noah Brown was a little bit underthrown, but it was still caught. Right. So I don't know how you could do much better than that. Correct. But I want to frame it with the fact that if we go back to that turning point of Dak's career, when... You call them garbage teams. You said they played three straight garbage teams yeah. to open the 2019 season. Remember? Yeah. It was the Giants who were then not very yeah. good, and it was Washington then not Mi- very good, and it was Miami. Mm-hmm. Definitely, they were at the bottom of the barrel at right. that point. Right. And then, all of a sudden, Jerry and Dak go to, quote-unquote, contractual war. Remember, okay. they kind of mm-hmm. jerked the rug out from under Jerry, who right. said it was imminent that we're going to get this deal done. Right. And as Dak bet on himself – he crumbled and my team crumbled down the stretch of 2019 in which they finished 8 and 8 and missed sure. the playoffs because they lost at Philadelphia in the All the Marbles game, right? right. yeah. Since that turning point after the going 3 and 0 from that 3 and 0 start until today, Dak is 20 and 18 as the starting quarterback. Well, that's that's not very good and to your point, you have always said, well, He's pretty average. He's middle of the pack, Dak. Right. 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 So I don't know where you have him. Is he 12th or 14th or 15th or somewhere?
3: Well, I think the thing what 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 was frustrating and disappointing to you is that because as they win, you elevate Dak in stature. Yeah. And he does. And he's not elevated in stature. He is what he is. Your expectation rises, so your frustration with him when he loses rises.
4: And obviously, my frustration rose because the expectation <laughs> rose. Yeah. He took Jerry to the bank yeah. and then to the cleaners. Yeah. And his first year, he made 75 guaranteed yeah. million. dollars. And you said, well, he earned it because that's what the market said. Yeah. The market said you have to pay the man that much. Yes. Had he really earned every penny of that? No, not to me. And definitely J- Jerry sat right there at the press conference and looked at him and said, I overpaid you. Mm-hmm. Well, Jerry felt backed into a corner because his plan B was what? I, I was saying, well, go, go after Brady. But they yeah. didn't. No, they okay? didn't. No. And, and to your point, you thought Brady would laugh at them if they, if, if <laughs> they sought his services. Okay. So here, here's my point. You, you come off your best game. Yes. But now we go back to the bar got set a little higher with your contract. And I'm going to throw on all of your national TV commercials. It, it up that ante a little bit more and now back to the factor that you you don't like me bringing back up but it's the Cooper Rush factor. Right. All he did was at Giants in game number 3 he provided the metallic blueprint, metallic blueprint right. of how to beat the Giants because the Giants were whole that day. Yes. there was a night. It was yeah. Monday night. Mm-hmm. The, the Giants were healthy and very happy because they were 2 and 0 oh, and they were the early surprise and I think there's still somewhat yes. of a surprise at 7 and 3. Yes. But it seems like they're going south while my team's headed straight north at 100 miles an hour, right? right? Yes. Okay. So 2 7 and 3 teams, one's beat all to hell over here, right. the other ones Happy and relative that they've had some illness this week, but but I think they're relatively healthy. Well, I forgot to mention the pressure that Jerry added after the game
3: that he believes this team can get to he did, a Super that? Bowl. he did so that? He did that. So he just turned up the pressure. I, I agree. I mean, 10 games into the season, Jerry's talking about Super Bowl. Right. So, okay, now I'm going to go up another notch.
4: Okay, you went back to a four? <laughs> yeah, back to okay. a four now. All right. I'm at a nine. This feels like the Super Bowl window just reopened. I thought it was about to close this year. For the Giants? For the Giants, because you have to validate what you just did. I kept telling you this is a Texas two-step because it's a game at Minnesota followed within four days by a game on your stage against a team you should beat, a team you're now a double-digit favorite over. Right. If, if you manage to lose this game, if you turn into Thanksgiving turkeys as you have all too often, all of a sudden, everything falls back apart and you're back to square one. I think you would say, that's it, right? Yeah. You, you you are completely, you're declawed as a Super Bowl favorite. People Because you know how America rises and falls on America's team. If, if they fall on their face masks later today at, Jerry World mm-hmm. then all of a sudden people are going to watch how they'll plummet in the power rankings and and people will write them off because they'll invalidate what they just did at Minnesota because the previous week at Green Bay, I thought they stunk it up when they should have closed the deal. They did stink it up. Okay, and you said the defense stunk. Yeah. I thought both the defense and Dak stunk because Dak had Aaron Rodgers on the ropes in the first half and threw two picks, one on a third down from the 11-yard line into the end zone. Correct. You could have just stepped on his throat and said, that's all for you. You could have. And instead, it goes 28-14 Dallas to the fourth quarter, and Dak has the ball four times and scores zero points in the fourth quarter in overtime, and you know the rest of the story. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers had a blip. We're about to talk about him in a few minutes. Was that the real Aaron Rodgers, or was the real Aaron Rodgers the guy who stunk it up last week and the week before Dallas? But
3: don't you think, Dak, this is his fourth game back, and he's – Gotten better and better. You looked at him against Chicago.
4: You looked at him against Green Bay. You looked well, at him against- Detroit, he was a little shaky, yeah. and then against Chicago, he looked better. And against Green Bay, he missed. He and be- miss. basically it was two throws yep. that
3: probably we put them in, them in a situation. Uh, The end zone throw, and I believe both were not, he was throwing in anticipation and guys, you know, handcuffed him, did something that they weren't supposed to do. And you look at him last week, he had his best game. But you look at since Dak has been back, the Cowboys are averaging over 30 points, 31 points a game, which is tops in the NFL going back to last year. So it shows you now when he's doing, when he's Dak Prescott, when he's in the game for the Cowboys and not Cooper Rush and mm. not anybody else, mm-hmm. the Cowboys have the potential to be very explosive. But okay. everything is predicated on the run game. You run the game, you run the offense through whether you say it's Tony Pollard and Zeke, Zeke, Tony Pollard. But when you end up with more carries
4: than you do pass attempts, okay, good you. things
3: normally happen okay, for so your team. So Dak
4: Prescott threw a grand total of 25 passes at Minnesota, and we ran the football very successfully 40 times. Okay. Okay, what happened against San Francisco in the playoff game at home? That was upside down. Upside down. It was 44 passes to only 21 runs, and somehow Tony Pollard carried the ball four times and caught it only two times in that game. That's, that's criminal. Well,
3: you know that's not going to be the case against the Giants. And plus, skip, they're without their two starting corners, corners,
4: Odori Jackson and Fabian Moreau. Okay, I got it. What happened against the Goat, Tom Brady, at Jerry World on opening Sunday night this year? What happened? That, Dak threw it 42 times, and that, that's including the fact that he missed the end of the game because he busted his thumb, right? right? Yeah. So Dallas threw it 42 times to 18 rushes, okay? And they had, a dec- they had a decent yards per carry. They just didn't have enough attempts. Okay. They didn't have enough attempts. The script got flipped right. at Minnesota, much to, to Dak's benefit, because last year, I keep pointing out, for the whole year, he went 0-5, and by the way, they went 11-5, but he lost all five games when they didn't rush for 100-plus yards. Right. Cooper Rush won one game at Minnesota in his first ever NFL start with under 100 yards rushing. All right, back to Cooper Rush. I just want to drive this point home because this is a division rival that you've already beaten at their place Correct. on a Monday night. How did you do that? Well, let's, let's count the ways, shall we? Let's see what happened early in this game. It's six to three, Dallas, at this point in the middle of the second quarter, and this is what Cooper Rush did as he threw the football to number 88, a guy you have called C.D. Dam. This is a little half roll, set, throw, pretty deep shot, and he ooh, he hit him right in the hands. Could, could that have gone for six? It looked like it had six potential to me. Yeah. Don't know for sure, but maybe, maybe if he just catches it and, and doesn't break stride and turns it up, mm-hmm. he can flat out run after catch. Maybe he's not Debo, but he's somewhere <laughs> in the ballpark. And so that was a crushing point. And for me, I'm like, here we go again. Right. Same old Cowboys. Yes. CD, you got to live up to being the draft pick that you were when Jerry Jones was so proud that he snatched you as you fell in the draft to him. Okay, so then guess what happens? Mid-third quarter, your guy Saquon Barkley bust loose, mm-hmm. and he went, what was it, 36 yards, if we could see this. Saquon goes 36 yards for a touchdown, and that place went nuts. This is Saquon, this is Saquon, missed tackles, missed tackles. He hit fifth gear, and good night, Trevon Diggs, here we go again, and and they showed the stands after this. People were going crazy because they're two and zero, and it looks like they're about to be three and zero, beating their arch rival Dallas Cowboys. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that made it thirteen to six, Giants. So now Cooper Rush gets the football, and in the next two drives, as I told you yesterday, he goes twelve out of thirteen for hundred and twenty nine yards. Right. I'm just going to show you, just to remind everybody, again, metallic blueprint. This is what he did to a healthy and whole. Giants defense. If we could see in order what started happening, he hit CD first with the 17-yarder, so he trusted going right back to him. He goes to CD. Whoops, I that's the fourth. Think, that was on fourth down. Oh, wait, yeah. I don't know what that one was. I'm not that was sure the fourth down was. play. Okay. Remember, and they went for it and got it. I don't know why we're showing that yet, but we we had a whole riff of these yeah. plays. Here we go. Here we go. This is to CD 17, so that starts it, and then we got a shorter pass to CD. This is just a two-yarder, but again, I'm just going to show you his completions, and then. Here we go to somebody named Peyton Hendershot, undrafted rookie. Oh, he's wide open, and that goes for 29. And then his friend Noah Brown, his practice squad friend, I mean his his scout team friend, he hits him for a quick 12, and then he goes Noah Brown on a rollout for a quick four, and then he's going to go to Noah Brown again for a five-yarder. There we go. That was for a first down, and then he goes back to CD again. He sets and fires to CD over the middle for 17. Then he's got a little two yard flip to Zeke. I'm just showing you everything. Then here's CD, a four yard. That's the fourth down play. Mm-hmm. That was a crucial play in the game. We'll, we'll get back to that in just a second. Then he got a rollout play to Hendershot again that goes for another 10 yards. And then here's the big ball at the end up the, the, the sideline to CD Lamb, and he busts through. Down to the one, and then he just flips it to CD on a nice fade yeah. to CD, and that was the touchdown. That made it 20 to 13 Dallas. So Cooper Rush and company, they answered Saquon with boom and boom. And right. the defense, they had a stop in between, obviously, Correct. of Daniel Jones and company. So my point is, he goes 12 of 13, and all of a sudden, they, they just seized back control of a game that they wound up winning by seven points.
3: But, uh, but my thing is, Skip, okay, you said they, they did this number with Cooper Rush and a healthy team.
4: They're depleted now. Okay, I'm. am just saying. That's why, for me, the pressure on Dak is through the roof today. Only be- because you have to do this. You, you, your backup did that up there on Monday night so, when they were crazy. So high. you agree with me? You believe the pressure is ramped
3: up because of a depleted team? Well, well sure. If they were healthy, would you? How was the pressure? If you say it's a nine because they're depleted and coming off the victory what they gave you against Minnesota. Right. If, they, if the Giants
4: were fully healthy, what would the pressure be? If they're fully healthy. Fully healthy. You know, I, I would say if if the point spread was Dallas by three, maybe right. I would say okay. I, I would put the pressure at a five on Dak. Right. But but again, it it does it, it sticks in my soul that that he's lost his last two starts on Thanksgiving. That's not the Dallas way. But you understand not, that? Yeah,
3: I understand that. But it play, but not to the Giants. He hadn't lost to the Giants since twenty sixteen. Okay. So that's nine straight. I think he has nine straight victories against the Giants. They come in depleted. Now. I-, I can see Skip if Dak was playing bad. But if you look at, like I said, okay, he was a little sketchy uh his first game back against Detroit, but he had been away for four or five weeks. But now, each week has gotten better of him throwing the football, minus the two mistakes. He's thrown, he's played a pretty
4: perfect stretch since he's been back. Okay. You disagree on this. We're about to get into it a little bit later in the show, but but I think Tony Pollard has emerged as not a superstar, but a star back. Yeah, yeah. He is leading this league in yards per touch at 6.8. Every time he touches the ball, he's going to average 6.8 yards per touch. Because of that, Zeke is healthy, and you like the the thunder, lightning punch, Mm -hmm. whatever. Your your run game is dangerously healthy right now. So you have the crutch. You can lean on your run game right now against a team that's battered. So if nothing else you can take even more pressure off Dak by running the football in right. ways that you did at Minnesota that you haven't been doing before.
3: And plus, Kid when you run the football to play action, you see you see when they run the football the play action, you see all these guys. You're like, oh, yeah. look at CD wide open. Look at Hendershot wide I, I open. Look it. at these guys wide it.
4: open. Okay, so at New York. Again, to Cooper Rush's credit and benefit, they did run for 176 yards because yeah. Pollard had a big game. Quiet, everything he does is quietly, but nobody will remember. He had 13 carries for 105 yards. That, yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Giants ran for 167. So the defense that you have seen all year and, and brought up repeatedly, there's a flaw. You can't stop the run. Right. They were able to stop the run at Minnesota because Minnesota couldn't run because it got out of hand so, so fast. Quick. Yes. And Dalvin Cook never really had much of a chance right. to run. But up at New York, the, the Giants ran it for 167 because Saquon got he, – he went 14 for 81. But, but that quarterback, that Vanilla Vic guy, yeah. he, he went nine times for 79 yards. Right. So you still have a healthy one-two punch. And you can't tell me that today – Brian Dayball is just sitting back right now as we speak saying, we're going to run it, and we're going to run it, and we're going to run it some more.
3: Well, yeah, I'm going to do the situation where I'm going to use my quarterback. My quarterback is going to get some 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 uh, some QB powers. Absolutely. I'm going to use him like they use Justin Fields, and hopefully he doesn't end up like okay. Justin Fields and separated shoulder. But, Skip, i got to have my quarterback as a part of the running game because I just can't let them tee off on me. Okay. Now, DQ, the D, uh, Dan Quinn, the head, uh, office, defensive coordinator, now he's a – look, guys, they're coming in to try to run the football. Don't be surprised if we get 40 runs attempts coming our way, maybe even 50.
4: Maybe, because on that Monday night, a guy with a, a first name that I love, Sterling, you've heard that first name Sterling. before. Yeah, I think you have Sterling. a big brother named Sterling. <laughs> uh, Sterling Shepard yeah. was healthy and was their leading receiver, and Saquon was their second leading receiver. My point, when Slayton was there, he just didn't catch any balls. But but they, they were pretty healthy yes. in their receiving core, and now they're they're decimated. <laughs> decimated. It's just like – Yes, you should do this. You should do it. Dallas getting forty today. You think so? So you're you're up in your score.
3: They're gonna win by seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Might be might be more than that, Skip, because okay. I don't I don't believe okay. well, I don't believe well, the Giants well, can time get. Timeout
4: on on your math. If, if you're gonna give Dallas forty on offense and they're only gonna win by seventeen, then you're, nah, you're giving the not, Giants twenty three. That, think...
3: No, that's what I'm saying, Skip. I don't believe the Giants can get to twenty three points against the Cowboys defense. But I'm saying yeah, they're gonna win by they're gonna win by three touchdowns at minimum. Okay. Three touchdowns minimum. Okay. Because the the uh, uh the odds got skip, they're seven and three. The Osmakers have very little respect, just like you told me last week. The Cowboys were favored against the eight and one team. They were. So that tells you they don't yeah. have very very they're much. They were favored respect. by a point and a half at Minnesota. They're they
4: favored by five at Green Bay.
3: They have even less respect for the for the Giants. They're set to have the same record, and you're basically okay. two scores. You're two scores. So underdogs. you just said
4: they should win by three touchdowns. Yes. And yet it, I'll hark back to my original prediction when this segment started. I said thirty-one to ten. I think that's twenty-one points. Yeah. right. Yeah, So gonna, you came around to my
3: prediction. Yeah, they they should be they should beat them. I'm I mean, I don't know if they're, I mean, that was just a perfect storm. Can they get, can they can they do what they did to Minnesota? Maybe. I don't, I don't think they're 37 points better, but they're three scores. They're definitely three scores better.
4: Thank you. I got it. I'm booking it. <laughs> I, I'm all but guaranteeing it. So Well, well really I don't even know why you want to watch. You already know what it's gonna be, be 31 to 10. Yeah. So why you wanna watch that? I you know what? In the end, I kinda of need <laughs> Dak just to stay out of the way. Oh, he can just need, go all the way. Now you need Dak he, to he stay can, out of the he way. Can game manage today. Nah.
3: Yeah. All I know is that Cooper Rush could have never done what Dak did on Sunday. Mm. He ain't going 22 or 25. Perfect. What's, Cooper Rush was Let's really leave bad. it where
2: y'all agree on something for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I like that vibe for the holiday. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm curious to see if that illness that swept through the Cowboys earlier this week has any effect tonight because, man, that defensive line especially was sure hit hard.
3: That'll All right, hang let's hang move on to NBA
2: winning. action. Following the Mavs-Celtics game last night, Skip tweeting out if you take Micah Parsons over Luka Doncic when it comes to impact and value. Shannon, you're a huge Luka fan. Do you agree or disagree?
3: I like Luka. I like Luka. I, like I love Luka. I, I love Micah. But hell no. Micah isn't a you're better. You're a hell no. No, hell no. Micah, he doesn't know. He doesn't have. He, Skip, he can't impact the game like Luka because you know why? He doesn't have the ball in his hand. Luca got the ball. Luca can control everything. Is that a good thing? That's a very good Last you, night it wasn't so good. You saw it. You saw what he did. I saw what the score was. Yeah. He'd say, hey, Marcus Smart, you defensive player of the year? Wah
4: wah. Jalen Brown, you the most athletic, take this. JT, take this. He gave it to all of them. And the Celtics were saying, Dallas, take this. We're up 27 points. It was, they're down what? 27. Then they made a late flurry run to make it respectable. But, Skip, when you got two guys, basically, you
3: got two guys averaging 27 on one team. I mean, how do you overcome that? It basically, it was Luka, Christian Wood, chipped in late. But like you said, Luka had it going. Skip, he was seven, 17 or 28. Skip, you can't get any better than that. 17 or 28, he was 3, 8, 5, or nine. He gave you what? Nine assists. He did have a couple turnovers. But, look, no, I'm not saying that because I think the thing is, Skip, is because Luka has the ball in his hand. Yep. And, the, and like you tell me, the quarterback is always more valuable than Aaron Donald. Quarterback is the most valuable position. Well, if I got the ball in my hand, I control everything. Mm. He, and nobody can control it. Uh, he has that LeBron effect where LeBron can control the pace. If I want to speed it up, I'll speed it up. If I want to slow it down and minimize your possession, I'll do that also. Luca, Luca, Michael. Michael plays defense. He can only do so much, and he only plays one side of the ball. Luca, offense, defense. He never leaves the court. If if you're lucky, you hope Michael doesn't have to play 35 minutes a game. Because if Michael plays 35 minutes a game, Skip, yeah. that's bad. Mm. That means the offense for the opposing team is still on the field a lot, and he's keeping Michael. But the less Michael plays, yeah. the better it is for the defense. Okay. Man, can you imagine, Luca? The more he plays, the more he's gonna give you that work. Skip, uh, uh it's hard for a player that doesn't possess the basketball to not con- to to versus a football player that doesn't possess. Now, if you're gonna play uh, uh, a quarterback, Mahomes to Luca, or you wanna play, if you wanna say Dak and Luca, okay, that's more a fair a fair comparison because both of the guys compare, control the game. Mm. But Luca. Are you, are you saying right now that that, that Micah is a top-five player in the league because Luka is a top-five player? No matter what, who, whomever, KD, Embiid, LeBron, Jokic, Giannis, 77 is a top-five player in basketball. Mm. You believe Micah is a top-five player in football? You you're
4: willing to go that far right now? I am willing to go that far. Okay. The, the, the trick of that question is it's a quarterback-driven league. <laughs> so it, it's hard for me to rank players above quarterbacks <clears throat> unless – they have a Micah-like effect on the whole football team. I I give you the fact he does not have the football in his hands. But I've told you repeatedly that my team this year will go as far as Micah and the defense carries this team. I've told you regularly that I believe with all my heart and soul, when my team comes out of the tunnel onto the field for, for game time, they look around and think, we got 11, and they don't. Right. And I'm talking about 11 from heaven, my oh, Micah. He has changed the way this team plays football on both sides of the ball. They, they play with more confidence because they have a nuclear weapon on defense. It doesn't always manifest in the stats because he, he is drawing double, cover, sometimes triple blocks where the, the whole offensive scheme is geared to keep him away from the quarterback obviously Minnesota couldn't keep him away because he chased down Kirk Cousins right away and he set the tone for 40 to three by strip sacking poor little Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins from behind and he actually gave up a sack later when he thought that he thought Kirk Cousins had delivered the football and he right. he'd faked it you know and he he pulled it back down and he let and him and go Mike could just was- let him go but that would have been a third sack right there yeah because you don't want to get a rough in the okay? quarterback penalty <laughs> absolutely so who who leads the league in sacks? We do. Who leads the league by far in quarterback pressures? We do. But Micah doesn't. Okay? Micah doesn't. But it's only because of Micah that that's happening because of the contagious rub-off effect all the way down the line. It's like a domino effect because so much attention has to be paid to number 11. Yeah. Because you want to talk about freakish? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. it I haven't seen anything quite like it. There was a Lawrence Taylor, and that's a whole different ball game right. and a whole different echelon and universe, almost. But but, but you, skip. But
3: you can see when you watch Micah, you can see the freaky athleticism. You can see the freak player. You look at Luca. Ain't nothing says, oh, he about to he about to drop forty on me. Nothing about Luca says he can drop forty on anybody.
4: No, I've told you before, <laughs> he has in the lane scoring genius, not out of the lane, but in the lane. I've never seen anything like it because they can't time him up, that they can't mirror him, they, they can't keep him from the rim because he's 6'7", so, and, and again, Jason Tatum got him late in the game with the block right. because he just decided, okay, I got a half step on you. I'm going to go ahead and try this. Right. Well, well, he's not a leaper. No. He, he's not explosive to the basket. No. But you can put your best defender on him one-on-one, and he'll herky-jerk him, and he'll, he'll put him on a string, and he'll <laughs> go up and back and back and forth, and it's like – it, it, it's He's out of step with the music, yep. right? And you're trying to, to dance to the music, and there's no he, – he he's not – he's playing – he's got a different song in yeah. his head, right? Yes, And you can't time him up, and all of a sudden he makes you foul him or something happens right. where he's going to score the basketball. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you all that. But by far, he leads this league – in usage rate right. because he's just going to have the ball in his hands, yes. maybe to the detriment of some of his – I know they lost Jalen Brunson. Yeah. They gained Christian Wood, and he was really good down the stretch last night and made it respectable.
3: Well, I think the thing is, Skip, is that you needed a Jalen Brunson because he provided you another playmaker. Basically,
4: you don't have I mean, a playmaker. You, you, you could actually ISO Jalen yeah, Brunson. Yes. He, was, he was weirdly as unstoppable as Luka was. At about, how tall is Jalen, like six? Maybe two, six. No, he might later. be six foot tall. Okay. But
3: like you said, Skip, okay, now he can go get his shot, but he yeah. can create for other people. Right now, if Luka doesn't create, who's going to create for him? Dinwiddie's
4: pretty good. But, but again, he comes and goes. I, I Skip, got it. I got Hardaway's red, had a rough year so yeah, far. Yeah, Reggie Bullock gave me five points, and I, Dwight I Powell it. gave me yeah, one. Every once in a while, they'll all catch fire. And then you got something. Like the other night, Reggie Bullock caught fire. He caught fire against... The, the Lakers, wasn't it against the Lakers? No, what, they didn't play the Lakers. What, what we, which game were we talking about? Oh, it was the game where Luka hit that late shot. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah. I got it. it but, oh, it was against the Clippers. The Clippers. It was against the Clippers, but, but Luka had a look what I found because he yeah. was at the end of the yes, clock on a yes, loose ball. He yes. just picked it up and flung it and made it. Okay, so does Micah have any holes in his game? I, I don't see any. The, the only way Micah ever gets stopped is by his own coaching staff. Right. He got stopped at Green Bay because – 47 out of 57 snaps, they made him play linebacker. I, I don't get that. I'm baffled. You're okay with it? I'm not. Jerry defended it the, the next day. He said, we knew they were going to run the football, so we had Micah backed off at linebacker, and it gained you what advantage. Right. D- Green Bay ran for 207
3: yards. Well, Skip, you know he's not as good against the run as he is against the pass no
4: matter where you put him. Okay, I would just much rather have his hand in the proverbial dirt. I know a, he doesn't put his hand in Let me ask you a question.
3: Where, where was he at when they played Chicago and they went for 240? Was he, on, was he at the linebacker spot or was he yeah, at the DN spot? i have to
4: look it up. I'm not sure about the split that game, but I am sure about what happened at Minnesota. Yeah. 38 of his 39 – he only played 39 snaps on defense because obviously Dallas controlled the ball. But 38 out of 39 snaps, he lined up at edge rusher. He's the best edge rusher in the game to me because – the explosion, listen, to me, his explosiveness is even beyond LT's. not his strength, because you want to talk about grown man strength, LT is is picking up left tackles and just throwing <laughs> them away. Okay, Micah doesn't have that yet. Maybe he'll grow in. He's still like a baby to me right. in the NFL. Maybe he'll grow into that mm-hmm. at some point. LT had it right away, Yeah, where he came out of North Carolina. He was just a grown man, mm-hmm. and, and he was a bad you-know-what. Yes. And I don't know if Micah has quite that in his head, but when he got upset with how he played at Green Bay, and I think because he got misused at Green Bay, he went up to Minnesota and said, this was a statement game, watch this. They couldn't block him. If, if you let him rush the passer every time, he'll figure out he'll, he'll be okay against the run. So is that a hole in his game? Well, to me, it's not as big a hole as Luke has in his game because I don't care what you say. He's by his stand, by superstar top five yeah. standards, he's a poor outside shooter. In fact, it, it it's kind of LeBron-esque to me even though LeBron in the lane has a different – LeBron's just the greatest driver of the basketball there ever was. So LeBron's strength is literally his strength getting to the basket.
3: Yeah, I think the thing is LeBron, because of his athleticism, his leaping ability, LeBron is able to finish over people. Luka is able to finish through people.
4: Right. So he he ain't elevating –
3: he's not elevating over anybody. He's finishing through you. Skip, but if you look at Luka, Luka has this season 48 and eight games. Luka has three. Everybody else has three. Combined, the rest of the okay, league. Right. He's the second-fastest player with 7,500 points, 2,000 rebounds, 2,000 assists, trailing Oscar Robinson, 254 for Oscar, 280 for Le- uh, uh, Luka, and 311 for LeBron. So he's sandwiched in between. And he's the second-fastest player with 50 triple-doubles. The question is, is how many sacks does, does uh, uh, Michael have? Is he the second-fastest to 150 uh, sacks? No. Is he, Does he have the most tackle for losses in his first two seasons? No. So I'm, I'm looking at – you look at Luca, and you see all these – oh, he's the second this, he's the first this, he's the second this. And you saw Luca come playoff. Now, we didn't see Michael make no noise in the playoff. He lost his first couple of playoff series. But I think everybody left that game what he did to the Clippers. And those three, four elite-level defenders that they got, they're like, okay, this kid's for real. And he took a team to the Western Conference Finals last year and beat the number one seed and beat the brakes off them
4: in a game seven. Okay. As we speak, Luka Doncic is a 29.4% three-point shooter. Yeah. That ranks 155th out of 161 qualified three-point shooters. Yeah. That's abysmal. It's not LeBron. He's off to a terrible start, as we know. He's dead last right now at 23.9%. But Luca is averaging eight attempts a game, seven point nine. So eight attempts that ranks seventeenth in the league. So he ranks hundred and fifty-fifth in three-point shooting percentage, mm-hmm. but he's seventeenth in attempts. That math makes my stomach hurt. That that's bad. That that's a reason that Dallas is a, what are they like nine and eight? Now they're just mm-hmm. a, I think they're a game over yeah, five hundred. And as a free throw shooter, and you said he he gets fouled a lot he he's 75% from the free throw line. He's, he's a career 74% that, that by his standards is, is sorry. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a hole in his game. LeBron's 73%. It's the same idea with LeBron. they they have similar impacts on the game. Well, Skip, I mean,
3: you, you expect great players to be able to do everything. And that's just not the case. God is not gonna give a great player, he's gonna be able to, you're gonna be able to throw the ball from the pocket like a Brady or a Manning. You're gonna be able to have escapability like a Lamar Jackson or a Michael Vick. And no, and you're gonna be able to throw on the move like a Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Okay. No but- quarterback's gonna have all that.
4: Kevin Durant is a career ninety percent free yes. throw shooter. You you need to be. You have to be. They're called free throws. Right. It's, it's a hole in his game and in LeBron. It's always been a hole in LeBron's Skill.
3: game. LeBron, but KD doesn't is not as good at finishing at the rim as say LeBron. No, nope, he's, he's not. not the defender that LeBron he, once he was. He's just a shooter. That's yeah. what he is. And so, and that's the thing. So when I look at it, if you were a pro football focus had if they got a grade, if we can go should look I should have looked this up is that. I'm sure Micah is way down. If his pass rush win rate is up here, I guarantee you his run stop win rate is down here.
4: Okay. I I, I think he'll figure that out slowly but surely because right now his focus, and I think their motivation with him, is go get the, the, the quarterback. Yeah. That, that's the whole idea because – that is the essence of winning football games is you have to get to the quarter. You know it. And I know yeah. it. How do you stop Tom Brady? He, you, you make you gotta, him get rid of the ball before he wants to get rid of it. Right. You knock him off his spot in the middle of the right. pocket. You you make him step back instead of step sideways, instead of stepping up. You
3: don't believe Luca is
4: going to improve in shooting over the, over the I, quarter. I don't of his know. Career? LeBron never did. LeBron just stayed right there. And again, I'm, I'm LeBron's all time great. And I'm pretty, I'm knocking on wood for his health. But he's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time leading score. And I think it's an even more phenomenal achievement because... LeBron is not a very good shooter and never has been. Now we're 20 years in, right. and I don't see any improvement in LeBron shooting either – maybe a little in threes, maybe maybe now, a little he's bit. He's gotten
3: better, I mean, considering what he was his first couple of years early on. Skip, at least you got to guard him. I mean, if, if he was outside the paint, he, maybe they treated him like Giannis. They treated him like okay. somebody, back Like Russ, like back up. Okay. But you both got to at least
4: respect both him. Both can be a little bit streaky. Luka yeah. will get on a hot streak. Last night early, it looked like he was starting to get it, and then, you know, I keep hearing, he's unguardable. Well, if if you look at the numbers, you you just say, go ahead and shoot that. You can step back all you want and jack up those threes, and then at the end of the game, when it looked like they were going to make a run, his last three, he went three for eight, and at one point, he was three for seven. The last one hit nothing but backboard. I don't know if you remember it, but it just was way wide right because – he he he's not a dead eye from three or the free throw line. Even though on a on a given night, like against the Clippers that night, he made all eleven from yeah, the free right. throw line.
3: I just look both of these guys. I mean, they get to grow and watch each other. It's very it's very rare that you have two young superstars in the same city at the same time. But I just think the thing is, Skip Luca's impact because he has the ball. Michael is a phenomenal talent, but I just think Luca's impact and the way he can control the game. Is a lot different. Now, if, he, if Michael was an offensive player.
4: There's just something about his presence that is turning into aura and mystique where you can just feel that the Cowboys think they can win big with him just because they have him and nobody else in this league has that So what guy.
3: happens when Dak throws the ball 45 times and y'all run it 10 times? Even with Michael <laughs> well, on the field, what happens? Okay, and what happens <laughs> when they put Mike of
4: 47 snaps at linebacker? See? Well, that can you – know, Okay, so see, at,
3: that's coaching with, with right. Luca. Well, how do how do you how do you take the ball out of Luca's hand? Because you've seen it; they put their best defender on him, and he's like nothing. So unless you trap him, blitz him,
4: I'm just not sure that. That Dallas thinks we can go win the championship with Luca. And I believe the Cowboys think because of Micah they can go win the championship.
3: Yeah, but they have better, they have better pieces. I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not winning a championship with just one guy. Nope. And that's what they have. They have one guy. They don't have any other all-star. Mm-hmm. Now the Cowboys are gonna have a bunch of guys on that defense side of the football that probably go to the Pro Bowl. We know Zach Martin is going, pencil Zach Martin in every year. He's going every
4: year, Skip. Well, he's going to
3: (laughs) camp. Yeah, he's going every year. All right. He's going to be our first team all pro again. I got it. But Micah's not going to be the only guy on that defensive side to go to the Pro Bowl this year, Skip. You know Diggs is going to probably go every year. And I look at Doran Somerset going like, hey.
4: If if Micah Parsons wins defensive player of the year this year, Mm -hmm. I thought he had a shot last year. I was fine with the the guy who won it in Pittsburgh. That's fine. But if he wins this year and breaks through, how many might he win if, knock on wood, he stays healthy for his career? It's
3: really hard to say because, Skip, we saw J.J. Uh, 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 Watt win three in four yep. years and we just saw a conclusion, foregone conclusion. Skip, he's about to win five of these things. We see Aaron Donald win three in a four- or five-year span. Um, but sometimes I think voters just get tired of voting for the same gang and, and, and give it to somebody
4: else, Skip. I don't know. I'm taking Micah. That's you take, just me. You're taking Micah over Luca? I am. I don't know about that one, skill. Love it.
2: Well, uh-huh. guys, Micah, the good news for the Cowboys, he was questionable this week with an ankle and knee injury, and it looks like he's going to be a go later on today. So with four, four offensive line without Amos
3: in this game. <laughs> <Eat>. <laughs>
2: it's going to be a great eat. one on the NFL yeah. on Fox. Must see TV here on Thanksgiving Day. All right, gentlemen, I need you to unpack this Aaron Rodgers situation for me when we come back. His latest injury news, is that possibly why the Packers have been struggling so badly? Skip and Shannon dive in on the other side of this break.
1: When it comes to travel, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel.
2: Aaron Rodgers now confirming to reporters that, yes, he has a broken thumb on his throwing hand. Rodgers claims the thumb doesn't make a difference when he plays. The Packers QB averaging a career low in yards. Green Bay, of course, third in the NFC North with a 4-7 and seven record. Shannon, is the thumb a legitimate excuse for Rodgers' poor performance so far this season?
3: Yeah, but he's trying to minimize it, saying it doesn't make a difference. Try throwing a football without a thumb. You think that's possible, Skip Bayless? There's a reason why Dak Prescott missed what five, six weeks of the season. Now he had a broken thumb and didn't play. Aaron Rodgers is out there trying to throw a football with a broken
4: thumb. Although that, he said mine couldn't have been as bad as Dak's was. How do you know?
3: Well, you ain't he, no doc. He, he, that's he that's doesn't know. He said know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, I
4: don't know, but I can't see how it was that bad. He said he's had broken fingers before that made it harder to throw. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean I, it, I agree with you. Anything that him has
3: him. to that affects your grip. Yep.
4: Because I grip is being able to throw the
3: football, and if anything that affects that,
4: of course. Well, what did we say about Dak when he came back? Well, will he really be able to grip it and rip
3: it? Exactly. And if you if you look at it, Skip, he says he uh, he did it in week five. If you look at the numbers, although they were still not quite Aaron Rodgers, he had a three and one record. He had six touchdowns, three interceptions. He's completing about seventy percent of his passes, seven point two yards attempt. And then you look at since the broken thumb, he's completing sixty two percent of his passes, six point five yards attempt. He was 3-1 and one the record. Now he's 1-6. So it's definitely had an impact on the game. And I understand that, you know, he doesn't want to use that as an excuse. But it's hard for me anytime a quarterback has anything going on with his upper body. Because that's how he throws the ball. So if your finger, your thumb, your elbow, your shoulder, that's going to impact the accuracy. Without accuracy, I don't care how talented a quarterback is, how fast he can run, or how far he can throw the football. What good is he can throw the ball 100 yards if you can't hit the target? Cause I guarantee you ain't no receiver gonna be another hundred yards down the field when you throw it to him. So, and we see him, Skip. We talked on the other night. I said, Skip, when you ever seen Aaron Rodgers miss throws like he? Sammy Watkins, he make that throw in his sleep. The one he had to uh, uh, Lazard coming across on the shallow, he makes that throw. Aaron Rodgers can backpedal and throw and hit that throw. Okay. So it told me something was going on, and I didn't think it was just mental, but he had he had tape. On his hand, kind of like the, uh, like Brady had when he had that uh, the open cut in his palm. Skip, he had uh, like a like a glove or something like he had it taped very heavily. It's go- it's impacting his play. I'm not saying Skip, this is impacting their play. That's going all of a sudden they were going to be their record was going to be better than 500. I'm not going to say that, but it's hard for me to say that it's not considering that what I've seen Aaron Rodgers. Skip, that man has seven interceptions. When was the last time we saw Aaron Rodgers have seven
4: interceptions in a season? Meta- three at Detroit the week before Dallas, and they fell to three and six.
3: Give that man go seasons and throw four interceptions. He throw three in a game. He's got seven with six. He got seven interceptions with what is it, six and ten? So four and ten with with all uh, excuse four and seven with with six games to go. That's not Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, this thumb is impacting his ability to throw the football accurately.
4: Okay, I'm going to give you some of the above. But I'm going to remind you, Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the all-time master media manipulator. He knows exactly what of he speaks when it comes to speaking to the media. You don't believe his thumb is broken? I believe he made a non-excuse excuse because he made it clear, it is not hampering me, but it's busted. It's broken, right? right? And it started on the McAfee show, and he's obviously a paid contributor to right. the show. And it sounded like that, that Pat McAfee sort of set him up by, by asking him, is, by the way, is the Thumbra... I don't know exactly how you ask right. it, but, but it gave Aaron the entree to say, well... If it's not affecting, uh, you shouldn't have said anything about it. Yeah. Skip, I can't
3: say, well, I'm late for work. Well, what happened with your car? Your car broke down? No, nah, my car is fine, but well, then why the hell were you late for work, or why did you not show up for work on time?
4: So once the subject got broached on the McAfee show, then the media, in the open media session at his locker dived in, and and he obviously acknowledged and ran with it to some degree, but he didn't use it as the all-out excuse that he could have where he could have just said, I just can't throw the football the way I used to throw it. Right. The problem with his argument is as bad as he was at Detroit and certainly as bad as he was on Thursday night against Tennessee, there was an aberration game. I guess he made miracles, but I first guessed it, and I, I told you, he was born to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I, you, you scoffed at my theory, but it, it's almost <laughs> like we look back at that draft and Dallas passed him twice, at 11 and 20. As he fell, fell, fell down to what was it, 24th that he went to Green Bay and he right. had to sit in that green room. And and Dallas passed him twice for defensive lineman. Fine, Demarcus Ware is a, a great player. He's on the ballot to go to the Hall yeah, of Fame. Marcus Peters was a decent player, but yeah. but obviously he wasn't a quarterback right. and he wasn't Aaron Rodgers, right. and you know the rest of the story. The the point is that here's what I'm gonna take to my bank. Our man Lil Wayne is the ultimate Packer fan to me. Right. And he knows what of he speaks. He is a student of your game. He is a student of the Packers. He knows a lot of people inside the organization and in the locker room. And so when Wayne speaks publicly about the Packers, I am all ears or all eyes in the case of Twitter, because you remember what he tweeted after the Detroit debacle. He said, RIP to the season. We should have gotten rid of 12 before the season. That's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm taking that to my bank because I, I think that whole organization is seeing decline in Aaron Rodgers to the point that it's getting into the scary zone and that, that Dallas was more of the miraculous aberration against the team that he lives to beat because right. it, you know his track record against Dallas has just been phenomenal and, and for me phenomenally sickening. But let's just quickly show what happened against the Dallas Cowboys. This was the bounce-back game, and it made Wayne happy for a minute, but only for a minute because he knew what was coming after that. (laughs) But if we could see what happened, somebody named Christian Watson who'd done nothing but drop balls, and he dropped too early in this game, he caught that one for a 58-yard touchdown, and that started it. And then he goes back to Christian Watson again, again their first-round pick who'd been a bust so far, and there's another big touchdown. And then he went back to him one more time, and this was the rub it in touchdown for me back to Christian Watson. Again, and Christian Watson looked like an emerging superstar, right? <laughs> and he yeah. is six feet four inches tall yeah. and he did run four three at the combine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think Wayne sat back and said, fine, but I know what's coming because you just pointed out what, what came after that on four nights later on a Thursday night at home against Tennessee, who's very good on defense. Mm-hmm. But these are throws Aaron Rodgers used to make in his sleep. You yeah. could see the, the misfires. The first one was to Sammy Watkins on a third and 12. And this is the first one you mentioned. Yeah, and it dagger. just looked like he just had him. I yeah. I don't know where the ball was going. He just. He just lost it, and then we got the two lizards. Yeah, yeah. We got back to back Lazards, and he just overthrew him on the first one, and then he just flat out missed him on the second one. In ways, Aaron. Oh, that was the one he just flung it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you sit back and you say, "Who's the real Aaron Rodgers?" I-, I think it's more that that guy against Tennessee. I think it's more the guy we've seen most of the year. You can certainly go to that that jumping off point of the last fling against the giants right. and and he did he he got his hand hit i don't right. know if it I, I don't know is it is it a hairline fracture is it i i don't know what the medical exactly is on the thumb
3: so you believe have if, if aaron rodgers did not have this injury he would still look this bad yep i do
4: i don't and the that. other thing that is troubling and i think it's troubling to people in the organization aaron rodgers used to be able to use his legs like crazy. Yeah. He, he bedeviled the Dallas Cowboys as much with his legs as his arm because no. he, he was athletic. He could take off and sting you when you least expected it. And he had years, I, I look back, when, in 2016 he ran for 369 yards. For, for Aaron Rodgers, that's pretty good. Yeah. So far this year. He's run 16 times for a grand total of 64 yards. He just doesn't run much anymore because I think he doesn't want to run much anymore, and it takes some of his aura away on yeah. the field. He's not as big a threat because he does not take off and run for first downs the way he used to.
3: Yeah, I think the thing is, Skip. He's looking to he's looking to throw the ball. So anytime he escapes the pocket, he's looking to throw the football. Even Mahomes is looking to throw it, but he will he won't hesitate. Oh, he sees a cre- crease. You play in cover two, and guys got their back to him. He's out the gate. And he's not Lamar Jackson, but those 10 yards and those chain movers, they hurt just the same. Skip, I I just believe that, I don't believe that if there was nothing wrong with Aaron Rodgers, he would look this bad. I'm not saying he's going to look, he would be looking like the two-time back-to-back MVP of the last two years. I'm not saying he's going to have that type of season. But it's just hard for me to believe that the throws that he's missing, that we've seen him routinely make throughout his career, all of a sudden seems to be a problem. There has to be more going on. And, I look, I understand he brought it up, so he uh, allowed us to open the door. Yeah. But, but it's just hard for me to believe that that thumb is not having some impact. And he can say, well, it's not, it's not as bad as Dak. Well, you don't know. You didn't see Dak's x-rays. Dak, your doctors don't know what went on with Dak. Dak no. doctors don't know what went on with you. So it's easy for you to say, well, it couldn't have been that bad because you're still playing.
4: But right. no. Nah. And then the final point is, when Aaron doesn't play up to MVP standards, at least in the regular season, because he's been a disaster in the postseason, obviously back to back years, they had the number one seed and Correct. lost home games, and he stunk in both those games. Yes. Especially against Brady in the, the first game in the NFC Championship game. But on top of that, when you've got the vaccination controversy and then you've got the ayahuasca controversy, it, his act is a tough one to swallow for the organization because it's diminishing returns. What have you done for me lately? It's tolerance versus performance. And after a while, he is wearing out his welcome in Green Bay.
3: Skip, day to day, wouldn't have cared if he drunk a, a, a fifth of scotch. If he's going to go out there and play at an MVP level, they'll have some in the locker room for him at halftime if that's what's going to get him okay, going. I'll buy that. But They would have ayahuasca at halftime. They absolutely would. But Skip, it's just hard for me to believe because I've seen the guy over his career. Skip, the man, I mean, I can't remember the last time Aaron Rodgers had this many interceptions in a season, let alone with six, seven games to go in a season. Yeah. And you know, it, Look, they're on the road against the Eagles and the Bears, and then they get a bye week. I mean, he probably could have used a bye week a little early. I mean, I, I don't remember a team having a bye week this late in the season, Skip.
4: Yeah, I, I got it. But th- w- when I watch him talk, he just looks weather-beaten to me. Yeah. He, he looks like he's a little worn out. Like, LeBron now doesn't look he, – what he he looks fresh to me, and and he's he's older than Aaron is. Yeah. Right? Well, he's not older. Well, well, he's, but he's – I mean, right. in the yeah, years. Yeah, NBA. Yes, yes. But, Skip,
3: it, it's just – at some point in time, you just can manifest stuff. You keep talking about retiring tired and doing other things, and before you know it, no, you I talk – you, your body's like, well, what, what are we doing out here then? Yeah. Why you keep putting me through this? If you all you talking about retiring, and going and sitting on the beach, or drinking a bottle of Scott, uh, 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 two fingers of tequila, whatever you want to drink. Why you keep saying that,
4: and you still out of here? And, and the other thing is, and I'm not going to make too much of this, but I think it's a factor. He's gone through two high-profile breakups off yeah. the field, big, yeah. big high-profile star breakups. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So not easy. But well, hey.
3: But he won MVPs. Let's bring over people that an MVP. You might nothing. need to go get somebody else and Five, bring over them and get them up. Maybe. Hey, hey, anybody out <laughs> Wisconsin, an any single females out there, in Wisconsin? No, he wants he wants superstar. He wants to lay. It. He wants to go to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I am you know, sure I'm sure there's sorry. a
2: long mm-hmm. line, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he needs you to play uh, matchmaker for I him. Play Next challenge maker. for Aaron Rodgers, guys. See, Eagles this Sunday night. Fox Bet has that line at eight and a half. Mm -hmm. All right. Still to come here on Undisputed this morning. Will even signing OBJ do nothing to help Skip's Cowboys get to the Super Bowl? We'll (laughs) unpack that and all of the many layers on the other side of this break.
4: begins here
2: christian pulisic and team usa coming off their one-one tie against wales earlier this week now they're looking ahead to the group favorite england be sure to catch all the action with our coverage starting tomorrow on fox at 1 p.m eastern so the cowboys have been making an obvious public push to sign odell beckham jr However, according to USA Today, quote, even if the Cowboys land OBJ, it's hard to believe they'll make a deep run. Ooh, shots fired. Shannon, do you agree with USA Today?
3: No, uh, because I think this team is equipped. If they do it the right way, they can be consistent. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's all right. Dale yeah, Chappelle, okay. Um, Skip, I believe because they have a team that's in place. Their defense
2: him and not me.
3: (laughs) Defensively, Skip, their team is good enough. That is a Super Bowl defense that they've assembled. Offensively, if you do it the right way, you're gonna run the offense through your running game. Tony Pollard, Zeke, Zeke, Tony Pollard, who start, they're going to end up with the same amount of touches, but we know that Tony Pollard's touches are going to be more explosive than Zeke because he's a more explosive at this juncture of his career than Zeke is. Offensive line, they're solid. The left tackle, Tyler Smith, has gotten better and better and better. He's beating people up at the line of scrimmage. Now, yeah. we always knew he was a mall at the run-blocking game. We did. But he's gotten better. I think having Tyron Smith, having uh, uh, having uh, uh, Peters mm-hmm. there to be in his ear and yep. says, Studying and film and says, "Okay, look at this. This is his move right here. This is the way you need to play this." And he's gotten there's something to say about uh, 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 veteran players in a locker room helping a young player along. Skip, but if you look and at, by what, the way, he's about to move to left left guard, guard right? which is probably his more natural position. Agree. But when Tyron Smith decides to say, "You know what? I'm done with this." a natural progression is to bump him back out because he's played it. I think he likes it out there. And plus, he'll like, make a lot more money at left tackle than left guard. But True. Skip, when you look at these numbers, what Dak has been able to do since he's been back in there versus what you said about Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. When Cooper Rush offensive points, they were 23rd. Yep. Since Dak has been back, they're number one. In total yards, they were 27th with Cooper Rush. They're number three with Dak. Rushing yards, they were 16th with Cooper Rush. Number three with Dak. Passing yards, 27th with Cooper Rush, six, six with Dak. Points per driving. That's where you win. They were 25th with Cooper Rush. They're number one with Dak. Mm. So Dak is what gives them hope, what gives them life that says, you know what? Although Skip, I don't think he's Mahomes. I don't think he's one of these top five, top 10 quarterbacks. But with this offense and with this defense, he doesn't need to be. Those other guys, they need to be that. Patrick Mahomes need to score 30 because his defense is a little suspect. Their other guy, uh, Tua, he needs to put those points on the board because his defense is a little suspect. They've gotten better since they've gotten Chubb. But, Skip, I believe even if they don't get Odell, I believe this team is equipped to make a deep run. Dalton Schultz is getting healthier. Michael Gallup's going to get
4: healthier. Yes. You mentioned uh, Tyron Smith is going to come back. I I think James Washington might contribute a little bit if Odell is not signed, but go ahead. But – Everything is
3: going to be predicated now, Skip. Don't fall. I understand that. Oh, man, Dak looks so good. Man, Dak only threw 25 passes. Just imagine he had 276 yards, three touchdowns with two uh, with 25 passes. Imagine if we let him throw the ball 25, 30 times. That's how your logic works. Because somebody get 100 yards in a quarter, man, if you gave it two him enough, that would be 400 yards. It doesn't work like that. So I don't believe, Skip. I do believe they're, they're poised. Now, whether or not they fulfill what, what I think they can be, it remains to be seen. It's all
4: about matchups, when okay. you get it and I, how you get I, I hear you, but you have said repeatedly you just think at some point, some critical point, they'll fall, that yeah. they'll self-destruct or something will go wrong but, because, as you always say, they do cowboy things. But I don't believe
3: it's because they get Odell they're going to fall. I don't believe if they don't get Odell they're going to they're gonna fall, Skip. I think in their mind because they, like, all the players have been – Dak has reached out personally, and we heard Zeke, and we've heard CD, and we've heard D-Law, and even Micah has joined the party, the recruitment party of Odell. Skip, if they don't falter, it's not going to be because they got Odell. It's going to be because they got away from
4: what's good for them, which is running the football first. All right. I'm on record. I need Jerry to go get Odell. (laughs) but, But first of all, I need my team to win tonight because I believe this is the Beckham Bowl. I believe Odell is sitting on the edge of his seat watching this game thinking, well, Odell see. might be in the stadium. Let's see. He might be there. He might be. Maddie,
3: I don't know. And to, hey, be. whoever wins this game, that's where
4: I'm going. He, he might be having Thanksgiving at Jerry's he, he after might, this game. He might. He just might. That, that wouldn't surprise me a bit. <laughs> but the point is, let's just say the Giants pull off some big upset and they win by a couple of touchdowns. Would it influence him to say, I need to go home again. I need to go back. Will you come in tomorrow yeah. if they pull off up the upset? Yep, I'll be right here. Are you sure? I'm always here because I've been through this too many times. I, oh, I would drive by just the case. Pop, pop. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I will be here front and center, and, and I will explain why it went wrong. But the point is, I don't believe it is going to go wrong. In fact, I, I'll guarantee it will not go wrong today. Today, okay. I wow, believe, you guarantee it? Yes, I'm going to guarantee it because we're just better than they are. Our quarterback is better than their quarterback. Our quarterback is coming off his greatest game as a Dallas Cowboy, and we are coming off our greatest road victory in the history of our franchise. But now back to the question. I believe the world, much of the NFL world, is waiting for us to fall on our face mask because (laughs) they always do. Why, Mr. Sharp, will today be the most watched regular season game of the year? Well, it's in a primetime slot right here on Fox, and, and, and it's, and that's a, a, that's a, it's just a tradition. You watch, tradition. Is, yeah. you watch the Dallas Cowboys, right? And they are the greatest show on earth, on and off right. the field. In large part because of their owner, yeah. front and center, Jerry Jones, the the most famous or infamous owner in the history of sports, right? Yeah, I think he's qualified. I think he's beyond George Steinberg. And you know, you know, I, I believe he has because. It's become an international. Yeah, yeah
3: and, and because of social media now, yeah, you're absolutely right,
4: Skip. All right, it, it's the most valuable team in the world, including all these World Cup players who play for all the European yeah, Socrates, franchises, yeah. you know, where you'd say, well, that one or that one or that one. or No, no it's Mm-mm. the Dallas Cowboys. It is not close. And yet part and parcel of their magnetism is that the greatest show on Earth is often not the greatest show on Earth because, to your point, repeatedly you beat me over the head with it it's been 27 years since they even made it to an (laughs) nfc championship game i was there back at the end of 95 season when they went to a championship game and then they went and won their last super bowl right right? yeah it's a long time and we got nothing to show for it and by the way my quarterback has very little to show for his career because he's won one playoff game so far back at the end of the 2018 season. So
3: let's just say for the sake of argument, they get to the championship game
4: and they lose. Would you consider this a successful yes, season? Yes, well, I predicted they would get to the championship game. Again, you talk but about matchups. But you're so match-ups. close. Are you... Okay, but if it's Brady and the Bucs and they've just caught fire... No, but they got Micah. No, no shame. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Like against you, the GOAT?
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Time out, time out. You told me that Aaron Donald, if Aaron Donald was that, he should have stopped Micah on that drive. He should have stopped Brady on that drive. You told me that
4: right now, Micah has surpassed Aaron Donald. Okay. So if he gets... Do you remember what Micah did to Brady on opening Sunday night at Jerry World? He they got lost. him twice, and he still got nobody gets Tom Brady, and hey. they got him twice, and they, they got- lost 19 to three yeah. because my quarterback ghosted me. Yeah. He no showed. What? Huh? Not my now. quarterback was awful in that game, and by the way, Mr. Sharp, my quarterback was awful against the 49ers in that playoff game at home last year.
3: It wasn't like your defense did great things either. Now remember how they ran the ball? Debo took a handoff and went right yeah, down they. the field on y'all.
4: Yeah, but the offense didn't show up. Okay, my team didn't show up. Thank you. And it's please drop the Mike McCarthy, The, the simply the worst motivational speaker I've ever heard in any locker room and in any podium in all my years of covering this game. But so far we have managed to navigate around Mike McCarthy. We are winning in spite of both Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones.
3: did nah, Mike McCarthy doing some good things. You gave, you really gave, he, yeah, give, him, give him a little credit. I'm going to give him a little You're credit. You're going to
4: give him credit? A little credit. I You've said been a little. harder on him than I have. I
3: have a little credit. Not much, a little For credit. What? <laughs> For what? What? What has he done? Well, I'll be tell you what I'm gonna tell you. What I'm gonna do? Shows up
4: on time. I give him that. Let
3: me tell you what I'm not gonna do. Yeah. I'm not gonna give Cooper Rush any credit because right. Cooper Rush gave an explosive plays. They were 26 with that, They're sixth. And point, ooh, points, Skip. How are you in red zone touchdowns? You were twentieth with Cooper Rush. All right, you number three with
4: that. Okay, here's what Cooper Rush did in his first NFL start. He saved the season a year ago because he kept us right on track. He goes to Minnesota on a Sunday night and throws the game-winning touchdown pass with 51 seconds left. When everybody wrote us off after game number one, we lost to the GOAT. Cincinnati, the defending AFC champ, comes to Dallas. And what does Cooper Rush do? In the last minute of the game, he completes three straight passes to set up a walk-off field goal. That's sensational. He goes to the Giants when they're 2-0. And I just showed you, to start this show off, two game-winning, game-controlling drives when he sees back control from the Giants by completing 12 of 13 passes, including a make-or-break, live-or-die fourth-and-four play when he threw it to CD in ways Dak didn't at Green Bay, right? I just want to
3: know one thing. Who do you think can take you farther, Dak Prescott or Cooper
4: Rush? Okay, I'll give you Dak Prescott, but Cooper Rush is being so underestimated and so is Tony Pollard. The world is sleeping on Cooper Rush and Tony Pollard, and it's why Tony Romo said at the end of the game the other day at Minnesota – Live on CBS, he said Cooper Rush is going to get a big contract to go save somebody else. He's still
3: upset about, about Dad got that job. Mm-hmm.
4: That 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 forced him. I it's mean, he could, he shouldn't be mad at I me. Mean, he got a
3: hundred and damn near two hundred million dollars, so he should be thinking that.
4: Okay, I I got it. But again. Dak has let me down too many times, and and yet I I think because I got two new driving forces on this team, I got Micah and I got Tony Pollard, completely underwritten, uh, he's been written off, underestimated. Nobody knows who he is. We're about to talk about him in a couple segments here, but the point is those are my two new driving forces who will take me to the NFC Championship. I want to know
3: one thing. Who's let you down more, Dak Prescott or Tony Romo? Well, that's a hard question. It ain't no hard question because Tony Romo was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys you, you know for a what? decade.
4: You, you know what? Seriously, after Dak's rookie year, I came to expect far more from Dak than I ever did from Tony Romo. I never loved Tony Romo because he was Tony Uh-Oh. He, he was just like, he, he'd get you right to the finish line against Peyton Manning in that big shootout game. And, and then he'd just throw it to the other team. All he had to do was hold a ball in he, Seattle. He to, for started with that. And he wasn't even the starter at that point.
3: And you, and do and you also remember when he had that? They had that great season, and the Giants came in there and beat the brakes off him. Y'all right. had ten, pro – they had twelve
4: Pro Bowlers. Okay, well, Dak finished off his rookie year by by going head to head with Aaron Rodgers at Jerry World. We were, were the number one he seed. He was a rookie, I yeah. He threw for three oh five and three touchdowns. They got us all the way back to thirty one yeah, all. Yeah, I remember mean, that.
3: But just for a fact, the rookie that got you that far, and yeah, you ran the football. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Ben, ben had similar success. Ben went to the championship game and ended up losing yep. to uh, uh, Tom Brady. As a matter of yep, fact, he lost did. to Tom Brady in the yep, championship game. He did. But for a rookie to get that far, that's saying something, Skip.
4: I'm going to i remember, that one. I was over the moon about Dak at that point, yes. and he has never quite been able to live up to the standards he set, the bar he raised as a rookie. I believe this is the best football team they surrounded Dak with, offensively right? and defensively. You could be right, and, and I sure hope so. I believe in this team. I have more faith in this team because of the weapons around Dak. Well, that's why it's going to hurt more because you know they,
2: they would give love it to get more, more so another so weapon in OBJ tonight, go guys. <laughs> OBJ set to make some visits, including the Cowboys and Giants, after the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving holiday. Unless, of course, he's so impressed today. It just inspires him to make a decision. All right, another quarterback controversy I need you two to dive into. Zach Wilson. Oh my goodness. Mm. Is his apology gonna be enough for him to eventually return as the Jets starting quarterback? Very curious your thoughts on this gentleman. Undisputed returns in just
0: a moment.
2: After getting benched this week, Zach Wilson says he apologized to his teammates for his post-game comments after their loss to the Patriots. Wilson had under 100 passing yards in that matchup. When asked if he let his defense down, he told reporters, quote, no. Man, the media went in on Wilson, especially Booger McFarland. Shannon, what do you make of Zach Wilson's apology? I don't
3: buy it. He didn't apologize until he got benched. And for this notion, I didn't realize that it was bad until my dad said so. Really, Skip? This is what quarter quarterbacks get groomed at a very young age to give quarterback speech, because they have to understand <laughs> you don't always you don't really say what you want to say, you say what they want you want them to hear, and you understand that, and you understand that the quarterback's words carry more weight than any other position in any other sport, because he's the quarterback, he's the CEO, he's the he's the face of the franchise. And for him, I mean, Skip, I'll give you a prime example. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, Jalen Ramsey said something they had lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he said, man, we make a big play. You know, we get up, we hold them, we get off the field. And as soon as we get off the field, they say, okay, stay locked in because you might have to come back up. Now, imagine if Matthew Stafford had said, you know what, we score a touchdown. We come off the field and we get a cup of Gatorade and they say, you back up. Can you imagine? We'd still be talking about it because that's why we still talking about it. Any other guy can say that. And normally what happens Skip if a guy makes a mistake, I man I let the team down today, man, that was on me. Mm. All he had to do was say, "You know what, guys? I need to play better." We play, the defense, the team played well enough to win today, but I held them back. Mm. Skip, sometimes even if you don't believe it, you fall on the sword anyway because you want to show those other guys that you are the leader, that you're the guy that they that they can they can believe in, yep. that they can rally behind. When you go out there and they see you stinking it up like you did, Skip, in total QBR, he's 37.6. That's 35th of the qualified players. Yep. In passing yards, he's 35th. In yards for uh, a drawback, he's dead last. In passing touchdown for a stimp, he's dead last. Mm. And you don't, you don't think you let anybody – okay, I didn't let – Skip, maybe he say, you know what, I didn't let the defense down. I let the team down because it's not an offense-defense, it's a team. I let the team down today, guys, mm. but I promise you I'm going to get better. Yep. I'm going to work my tail off because I want these guys to believe in me that know that I'm the leader and they can, they can believe in me. Yep. That's all you got to do, bro. But when you come out there and smug, no. Okay. And you, what, what did Robert Sala say? I don't know if they hate him, but they irritated. Mm-hmm. The Coach, you got the pulse. They feel the team. They got a great sense of what's going on in the locker room, Skip. He knows he had no choice
4: yep. but to do this. No choice. So, I start with this. He looks like a little kid to me, Mm -hmm. and and he acts like a little kid to me. But I don't condemn just him for that. They knew what they were choosing when they chose him second overall. Yeah, yeah. I told you I watched him three times last year before the draft when we went back and forth about who would you take high. Mm -hmm. And I said, he has a spectacular flair to him, but he, he has no textbook technique at all to him. And he lacks poise in the pocket, and he couldn't do the little things in college to match up with his occasional big thing. Right. Yet, the Jets, I've ne- in all my years of studying drafts, I've never heard a team lock in on a player from day one. It's like, we're two months out, and I'm reading reports. The Jets are locked in on Zach. You, yeah. You're locked in? And he knew that, too. Yeah. And and it was a done deal, and it was the only done deal on draft night where, where we just knew full well he is going second overall to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. We, we we okay, well, right. He's like in a whole nother league to right. me. But, but again, he was the consensus favorite. Okay, way to go. And I think he's starting to live yeah. up to that. Okay. I like Trey Lance. You like Mac Jones. You thought Mac Jones was the readiest to play, Mm -hmm. and even I, as much as I like Trey Lance, I knew I was betting on the come because I didn't have a lot of body of work. Correct. But but what I'd seen, the bits and pieces, and then some of it's just YouTube highlights. Right. I loved because then when I studied his background, he's gym rat. He's dedicated. He's high character. Mm -hmm. He's everything you, you can count on and bet on in a franchise quarterback. And obviously, two people you know very well, the Shanahans that you sort of grew up in football around mm-hmm. and you watch Kyle grow up under his dad Mike, yep. they swooped up and and they bet their whole future on Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. and it was it was pretty surprising right. to me, but that that's number three overall right. And we saw some we saw some moments from him, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy either last year or obviously this year, and they better be right about it. And I think they will be right. over the long haul. Because he can do something that Jimmy G really can't. And that's he he can run with the football. Right. And he can run with it effectively enough that it's going to make that running game virtually unstoppable mm-hmm. to me. Mac Jones, I've seen bits and pieces. I still think he'll always leave you a little bit wanting. Right. But – has he done pretty well? Yep. Has yeah. he been ready to play? Yep. I will give you that.
3: You're going to have to do what Mac. – you're going to have to do for Mac Jones what the Miami Dolphins did for Tua. You realize what he had. He was throwing to Devontae Smith. He was throwing to Jalen Waddle. He had Najee Harris in the backfield. Yeah. So, what did they do for Tua? They went out and got him a Tyreek. They added with a Jalen Waddle, And they gave him a dominant run game. They get Wilson Jr. They, they got did. Mostert. And they got Gaseki. Now, who's injured right now? But Skip, you see what they've done. They've given him what he had in college to make him
4: more successful. They did, and they went out and got a coach who's making him feel like a prince. You a, know, a, like a, like making him feel like he's a real deal. And I think that
3: might have been a, that might have been a mistake, Skip, because they identified the guy so early. He knew early on, and he didn't really have to work. He didn't have to go through anything. He didn't Zach have Wilson. A, yeah, Zach yeah, Wilson, Zach yeah. Wilson. All the other uh, recruits, the candidates, uh, uh, potential uh, uh, prospects, Skip. They got to be on their best behavior. Well, I already know y'all taking me. I'm already know if, if I already know I got the job, Skip. I'm going to come Good in there and sweatpants. I'm going to come in there. I got to give you my best
4: effort. Okay. So then I read a quote from, well, I read this out of the ESPN story. Uh, Zach Wilson is historically bad when throwing under pressure. He has a tendency to look at the pass rush and sit a downfield, often resulting in throws off his back foot. Well, th- just go look at the tape. That's who he was in college. Right. And then his coordinator, Mike Lafleur, said, I have to find a way to get him fundamentally sound in his lower half. That, that that was already out. That that's who you drafted. Yeah. That yeah. that's that's the jokes on you. So in the end, I do blame the kid for his remark because he went to war with the media and he's trying to dismiss him. No, I I didn't let him down. Okay, but but, but, know, but again, you you have to blame the team ultimately who chose him number two overall. You know why Skip? Because they got so enamored he
3: can make throws like Mahomes. But if you think about it, yeah, Mahomes can make those off off uh, off target throw off balance throws. But you watch him from the pocket and watch how he throws the football when he doesn't get a rush. <laughs> You're trying to speed him up. This kid, Skip, even with no rush, Skip. The mm-hmm. bo- I mean, he had Barrios, uh, uh, I think that was him in the flat, mm-hmm. and he throws the ball 10 feet over his head. He
4: Barrios, Skip, the ball's coming Barrios like. That was the worst of the plays. <laughs> the was that, was I that for I me? Got it. I got it. So, again, you you have now cut bait with him, but – Sala keeps saying we just need him to reset and refocus. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure. Skip, they did it with Troy. Yep. They Troy refocus. If if you – the cream rose to the top.
3: If this kid is what they thought he was going to be, he won't have a problem with it.
4: Yeah. How, how do you mean they did it with Troy? Which time? Burline. Oh. it's they, and Skip, and they yeah, took well, Steve – Yeah, well, they, they let Steve Burline play down the stretch. And then and they take. Plays.
3: what was the quarterback? Uh, uh, Steve Walsh. Steve, Steve yeah. Walsh. They, they, they drafted Troy and they took him number one in the supplemental he, draft.
4: Jimmy took him because he'd won a championship for Jimmy at Miami. Okay, and they went back and forth in their rookie year. Hey, if, if this kid is what he said, he'll get that job back from Mike White. Okay, that's fair. I agree. But if he
3: ain't.
2: Sunday no. when the Bears <laughs> come I think calling, guys, it is Mike White who will get the start for the Jets. Joe Flacco will be the backup. Wilson will be inactive. Wow. All right, Skip, let's get back to your Cowboys and let's. Tony Pollard. Is he actually one of the most elite running backs quietly in the NFL Not to this we'll debate man. that man when undisputed this returns
1: this episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology.
2: Today, though, Saquon Barkley, he's third overall in the NFL in scrimmage yards this season. He's averaging over 100 a game to go along with six touchdowns. Meanwhile, there's Tony Pollard. He's averaging the most scrimmage yards per touch in the NFL. Shannon, ahead of these two teams clashing later today on the NFL on Fox How much better do you think Saquon is than Tony Pollard?
3: They're different, but Saquon is much better. Um, I would love to see Tony Pollard run behind the Giants offensive line, and I would love to see Saquon Barkley with the Cowboys offensive line. Um, and, Skip, I think we, we go back to look at Barry Sanders and Emmitt, who played basically in the same era, and everybody always said, Barry, if you gave Barry that Cowboys offensive line, if he's doing what he's doing behind the Lions offensive line, and you gave him that mammoth offensive line with the Cowboys, they, people believe Barry would rush for 2,000 yards every year.
4: Although, they took Barry out of the game on short yardage and goal line. The
3: same thing they do, kind of like what they do with Paul and put Zeke in, huh? Mm-hmm. They did once the yeah, other day. It, 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 skip look in 54 career games Saquon Barkley has 3900 yards 25 touchdowns in 56 career games Tony Pollard has 2300 rush yards 14 touchdowns if you look at Tony Pollard his role even when he was at Memphis he's always had teammates doing the lion's share of the work he was always the second or the third option in 2017 Daryl Henderson had 1100 yards rushing Anthony Miller had 1462 yard receiving Tony Pollard with 30 in rushing with 230 the second in receiving was 536. Uh, in 2018, Henderson had 1,900 yards rushing. Patrick Taylor Jr. had 1,122 rushing. Coxey had 1,174 receiving. Mm. Pollard with third in rushing, 552. Second in receiving, 458. Saquon went over 1,000 yards all three years. Mm. So you see, he works best when he's in a situation where he's not the best but he's not the factor back. He's not the guy that's getting the lion's share of the work. So now, Skip, most guys that have minimal touches is going to have a y- high yards per carry. Uh, quarterback, Lamar Jackson, has a high yard rush attempt. Um, uh, um, quarterback in, uh, in, in Chicago has high rush attempts because they're not carrying the ball 20, 25 times a game. That's why you get the max production out of him. You limit his touches so he's always fresh always a threat to hit mm. his head on the goal post. Give me Saquon.
4: Mm. Put Saquon back. If Saquon was behind that Cowboys offensive line, mm. whew, Really? He's for trouble. Well, even when the Giants had a great offensive line going back two and three years ago, Saquon had a lot of none-yard runs. You you, you see he won rookie of the
3: year Mm -hmm. when he he had that great offensive line of rookie year, and still he was getting hit before he got to the line of scrimmage and still was doing damage. Mm -hmm. But let him get to the line of scrimmage like they do Pollard. Mm -hmm. Put him in space like they do Pollard. You saw how he hit that hole, and he cut back on y'all, didn't you?
4: Shannon Sharp. I sit here and I say what I see. And I watch a whole lot of games on a whole lot of TV. And I I keep telling you that I saw things in Cooper Rush that shocked me. The harder I looked at Cooper Rush, the better he got. In in bigger ways, the harder I look at Tony Pollard, the better he gets. But there's no off-field flash to his dash where he's got no... There's no signature touchdown celebration. There's no nickname. It's TP. It doesn't really work. Tony Pollard. He sounds like an accountant. Saquon came, he he hit this league running with mystique and aura and and prestige. And and he, he could hit the occasional home runs, but it wasn't really contributing to the scoreboard. Tony Pollard is carrying this team. He's carrying this offense, especially over the last six weeks, very quietly while the NFL world continues to sleep on him. In fact, I think the Cowboy coaching staff is still sleeping on him because they're so committed and wedded to to Zeke because he's the ultimate warrior and he's become a real leader in the locker room. Watch what will happen today. Zeke will start, but the second series, Tony Pollard will be in there. If, If I flipped him, I said, OK, now, Tony Pollard, for the first 10, 11 games, you're the
3: starting running back for the Giants. And I say, Saquon, you coming over here to the Cowboys. Do you believe the Cowboys' record would be better, worse, or the same? And if, and if Tony Pollard was playing for the Giants, do you believe their record would be better, worse, or the same? Now, Saquon gets the Cowboys' offensive line. You can't transport the offensive line. Mm-hmm. The offensive line stays exactly where they are. Now, I remind you, they're going to have four offensive linemen out. So what do uh, you think Tony to, Pollard's to, gonna to, do with
4: that? Today it would be a problem. But in the if we go back four, five, six, seven games, I just think Tony Pollard's having a better year than Saquon is. Skip. He's having more impact. He 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 can get loose better than Saquon gets loose. I, I don't know how he does it because he only ran four five at the Combine. Saquon ran four four at the Combine yeah. and is a little bigger than Tony and Pollard. And a little faster. No, just a touch faster, except with the football under his no. arm. I, I got to tell you, every time I see Tony Pollard, I'm saying he is running 4-3 with the football under his arm. No. Shannon, they can't catch him. They can't stop him. And he runs between the tackles as effectively as he runs off the edge.
3: Yeah. Did you uh, go back and look at, uh, I think they, they might have been in the Meadowlands when um, uh, Saquon, he took a handoff and he got like he got, like, the, like the 30-yard line 40-yard line, and he pieced out the Eagles' secondary. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's out of here. will do
4: that maybe once a game. He's out of one. here. Yeah, he did it once to the Cowboys on Monday night, and then Tony Pollard happened. Tony Pollard. Just, do, you, do you remember what happened one year ago today against the Raiders on live Fox, big national TV? Yeah, the kickoff back. Yeah, remember that? But let's see yeah. it real quick. This is when I sat back and I said, "Wait a second. He's faster than you think he is. This is 100 yards against the Raiders. And you say, oh, it doesn't look like he's running that fast. And all of a sudden, he's running past people. They ran by the kicker there. But all of a sudden, he's running, he's running, he's running. And he's, he's pulling away from these people. And I'm saying, wait a second. He can fly. I go Go that, fast. Go it, go I, that far. I, I think he's running faster than you're giving him credit for. No, he's I mean, underestimated. He, he's making it look easier than it is. And in, in the biggest picture right now, he is the rocket fuel of this offense yeah. because he, he. Remember at Green Bay, I thought we had him dead to rights in overtime. Remember what he goes: seven yards, nine yards, seven yards, nine yards, and then what happened? They Holiday, the holding, Holiday, holding, holding. We, we got well, and, and uh, Jalen Tolbert lined up offsides on right. a nine-yard pass to him. What? Well, what? If, if you keep giving it to Tony Pollard on third and three and then fourth and three, you, you're, you're going you to convert the first down. You don't believe down. Saquon could be rocking fuel for the Cowboys offense? I, I, not like this kid is. Th- this kid is special. He is turned into a star not before your very eyes because your eyes are closed. Because Saquon could be – Saquon
3: is a combination between Zeke and Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. He has the ability to run with power, and he has the speed to hit his head on the
4: goal. I, I don't see Saquon run with that much power. Mm-hmm. How, how many zero-yard runs does he have? One yard, Two yards. Tony Pollard makes people miss in, inside the way Emmett used to. I'm not saying he's Emmitt, but he's got some of that make you miss in I between showed, the tackles. I,
3: well, he'd have to make a lot of people miss with the Giants off his line because that's all he well, would do. Well, today he would. No, every
4: day. Yeah. No. That's what got Saquon hurt. Yeah. I just hope Saquon's not watching this right now and he says, watch this. Yeah. I'm hoping, yeah. He, I'm hoping he's <laughs> doing it. I say, watch this. Tony (laughs) Pollard
2: may be a fourth rounder out of Memphis, guys, but he is starting to get some shine. He was just named NFC Offensive Player of the Week yesterday. So congrats, Tony. Oh, man, say quite. All right, Josh Allen, is his slump going to continue today or will he break out and turn things around? That's next here on Undisputed. After a 5 and 1 start, the Bills have gone 2 and 2 in their last four games. Ouch. Josh Allen's numbers have taken a hit too. Allen has thrown for four touchdowns, six interceptions in that stretch. It's the second most interceptions thrown in the league since week 6. And yes, that includes Allen and the Bills having a bye week. Shannon, you were real high on this team early on. Are you still sold on Josh I Allen and the am. Bills? I still am.
3: I believe they're going to be right there when it's all said and done. Skip, we're acting like they're they're four and six. They're still 7-3. and three. They're top of the AFC. He's right there with the Dolphins. Josh Allen is third in the league in passing touchdowns with 21. He's second in the league in passing yards with over 2,900. He's second in pass yards per game with 293. He's third in QBR. They'll make it seem like Josh Allen playing, like he was playing like Baker Mayfield mm. or like he was Zach Wilson. Mm. Last I checked, the guy's right there at the top of, of all the statistical categories, and his team is right there. Mm. They're not out of this thing. They still could get home field throughout. They still can win. Obviously, you'd have to win your division. They still can win the AFC East. They still can be a top, uh, can be the number one seed in all the AFC. I'm, hell no, nah, I'm not giving up on Josh Allen mm. because I believe when it's all said and done, they're going to get Milano back. They're going to get some of their key defensive players back, and they'll be when it's all said and done. The Buffalo Bills will be right there. Mm. Right
4: there as in contending. But yeah, you, you absolutely. Still, you absolutely. like Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they're you can be right see there. Buffalo and Baltimore in the AFC Championship. Buffalo, game.
3: Baltimore. Uh, 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 my homeboy says, hey, hold on. Not mm. so fast. Mm. Uh, Joe Burrow, they could possibly get Jamal Chase back. We know uh, uh, mixing is in concussion protocol. So they're going to – don't count out Josh Allen.
4: Mm. So – you're saying that people are making him seem like he's playing as poorly as Aaron Rodgers has played, right? No, Baker. Oh, Baker. Okay. Or Zach Wilson. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is right in the, Aaron Rodgers is 26th in QBR right now. Ugh. Okay. So here's the point. Over the last four games, Josh Allen has thrown four touchdown passes to a grand total of six interceptions. Yeah. And he was pathetic against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. So he basically said, Here, I'll give you the game back. We did. can just show real quick what happened in that game with his interception and then his fumble and his interception, if we could please show it. We got Josh Allen, and th- this is a gimme. You, yeah, you, you can't score. do this you in the red cash. zone. You got a cash. You got to ca- You No, you can't do that.
3: Well, you're going to get points out of the deal, but yeah. this this is what really yeah, killed that, him.
4: That's, you fumble in your own end zone, and it's it's as much your fault as the center's yeah, the because the ball hits you in the hands. Yeah, he's
3: trying, he's trying to get out of the yeah. end zone, Skip.
4: He is, and then this is the last interception to Pat P, and that's ball game. So he just said here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. My theory is that he went to Mahomes and he outplayed Mahomes at Mahomes. And that was a beautiful thing to watch. And I was impressed. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden after he beat Mahomes, he decided, I got to be Mahomes. I got to be even more spectacular. (laughs) And that is the result. And we've seen that kind of inconsistent Mm -hmm. poor play from him for four straight games. They go as he goes because he is their rushing attack. I know they've tried to beef it up a little bit, but in the end, they sort of go as he goes, Yes, I do think he gets beat up and battered because he runs too much and he takes way, way too many yeah, chances
3: he, trying to run over people. yeah well, he ain't trying to slide. I mean, no. that's a that's a big man to try to slide like a like a caliber or Labar Jackson skill. That's six four and a half, six five, two fifty five easy,
4: okay. And then I read in the athletic, I believe it was yesterday, the theory that. He is missing Brian Dayball, who's obviously done some pretty nice things with Daniel Jones in New York as their head coach, but he was the coordinator, obviously, in Buffalo. Let's go the mistakes that he's making is not a Brian Dayball.
3: He's throwing the ball to the other team in the red zone. He's he throwing – he's Bro, How is Brian Dayball going to affect you getting the snap and getting the ball out of the end zone? You fumbling it after they stopped him on fourth down and you giving him a touchdown I right
4: back. Unless – I don't know Brian well enough to know how, what a comfort zone he can build around a quarterback. It,
3: did you remember – did you see last week? Brian Dayball, the, 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 the uh, head coach, obviously OC, he's not calling plays. But uh, Daniel
4: Jones threw three picks. He did. Start off great. He was vanilla Vic for a while, and then he just was just kind of plain vanilla, right?
3: Josh Allen has to skip. And we saw this a couple of weeks ago. He threw the ball to the Giants. uh, Excuse me, the Jets. Mm -hmm. He threw the ball, an interception in the end zone. You're going to get points. Mm. And that's twice in back-to-back weeks, that, well, three times, that he's thrown, turned the ball over in the end zone. Obviously, the last play to uh, Gabe Davis, you need a
4: touchdown in order to tie the game. But no, you can't do that. Mm. So, all of a sudden, it's Josh Allen at Detroit against the suddenly hot Detroit Lions, and I I respect them enough that if you're going to give me nine and a half points at home in Detroit, I I think if I were a bet man, I would would take that and run with it.
3: Well, it could be a high-scoring game because the Lions offense can move the ball. Can it? The problem is defensively (laughs) is stopping the other team from moving the ball. It, it is Jerry Goff. What Jerry Goff am I going to get? Am I going to get the guy that could probably throw for three touchdowns, mm. or i am going to get the guy that's going to have two picks in the first half and the game and be over?
4: Maybe even a better question is, which Josh Allen are you going to get? Are you going to get the at Mahomes Josh, or are you going to get the Minnesota Josh? What if you get in between? And that guy's still good.
3: Skip, he's not going to be Superman on every play. You wanted to be. Skip, there's only one Patrick
4: Mahomes.
3: And he's in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And he can do things that other quarterbacks even playing today and played yesterday
4: can only dream of doing. All right. For a turkey leg, I'll take. Detroit plus nine and a half. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: Why are you, why you doing that? That's Josh, uh, Josh Allen. He ain't got it no more. No. You should give me the points. What, what are you talking about? Man, they just left Detroit two days yeah. ago. I, I and had it. to turn around and fly that right back. That is
4: true. Okay. I, I got the Lions plus nine and a half. You want that? No. No. Thank you. Lions play. Lions to play hard on things. It should be a <laughs> good
2: one, guys. Officials at Ford Field are expecting a huge crowd, and You know, this is the Bills' second game in what five days? Yeah, yeah. because of all that snow, crazy circumstances. It should be a good matchup on the field. All right, still to come this Thanksgiving morning here on Undisputed. How happy is Skip going to be with his Cowboys later today? Is it going to be a good Thanksgiving night or a bad Thanksgiving night? That's next.
4: (laughs)
2: closing in on Giants and Cowboys kickoff time on Fox Skip's Cowboys now 10 point favorites that's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook Shannon on a scale of 1 to 10 prepare me what should I be ready for how happy will Skip be tomorrow morning?
3: Well, it should be a 1 because he's playing a very depleted team, but oh. he'll be a 1,000 because he'll make it seem like they just be the undefeated team and the team that with the preseason picked him in the Super Bowl. Mm. So
4: that's where he's going to be in this situation right here. Mm. It should be a 1, but he'll be a 1,000. Well, I'm going to be much more conservative. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to be a 100 tomorrow <laughs> because we'll be 8-3 and three with 10 See? days off to get ready See? for home See? games against Indy and Houston, then an away game at Jacksonville as we climb to See? 11 and three, and then we wreak revenge on those Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas Eve at Jerry World to climb to 12 and three. Thank you very much. Four starting offensive linemen is out. The
3: starting tight end is out. Two starting defensive backs are out, and you up here talking about you are 100. Mm. Daniel Jones
4: in. Saquon in. Really Skip?
3: Yeah. Really? Yeah. So who's gonna block for Daniel Jones and Saquon? Mm, Me. (laughs) (laughs) And you definitely gonna open the gate and let Michael come in and and sack Daniel Jones. You should be Skip, you should be a one. Mm. You win this game, you should oh that's whole hub, that's nothing. Mm. We expected to do that. Mm.
4: Can't wait for tomorrow. (laughs) If
2: these two teams are as amped up as Skip, it is going to be a fantastic matchup. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a fabulous Thanksgiving from all of us here at Undisputed. We'll see you at kickoff.